0: All right, so today I have Brian Rosen on the line and he's the co-founder and chief architect over at Feedonomics. Uh, Brian, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks so much for having me, Adam. I'm excited to be on.
0: So uh, I can't wait to get more into what you're doing over at Feedonomics uh, and how you're helping your clients. But before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your backstory. So how'd you get started in business and as an entrepreneur?
1: Yeah, great question. So I guess I started off pretty early. My brother and I have been founding companies since I think I was uh, 12 years old and he was 10. Um, And we really got started uh, because our dad is a Ph.D. in computer science and got us a computer when we were very young. And we started off making websites um, for other people back when we were still in high school. I think the the thing that really resonated to us was seeing something out there that was really manual and trying to figure out how to automate it for ourselves first and foremost. So um, what really started us was both of us play piano and anyone who plays piano um, has probably had the challenge at some point. How do you find sheet music to play? Like these composers have been dead for hundreds of years, you know, Bach, Beethoven, Chopin, Um, And how do you find their sheet music without having to buy it for 20 to 30 bucks each? And so we built a website where we we built crawlers to crawl the whole Internet to find all the free public domain sheet music out there and put it under one roof. And that was really cool because we were still in high school and we made a website that got hundreds of thousands of people to it per month, which was kind of awesome to have that kind of an impact. And along the way, we we used um, programming and web development as a way of, you know, funding our, our college education, we, we both went to UCLA different years, studied engineering. And, uh, I guess really it was solving something that we see out there that's a big problem for us, solving it for ourselves first, and then kind of generalizing it into something that hopefully will be useful to others. And that's kind of how we, we got started with all of our businesses.
0: Oh my gosh, what an amazing backstory to start so young and to build something so logical uh, and to be very clear with it and to understand the need and to solve your own, your own problem. I love that. I love your story is how, how you got started. Um So, you know, there's some, obviously a lot has changed since you first, uh, you you started your first businesses a lot, uh, the internet's moving in in different directions, um, and the space is in my opinion, the space of just opportunity is open so wide for somebody that's crafty and wants to really get started as an entrepreneur. Um, What kind of advice would you give to that, you know, that new entrepreneur that's maybe just getting started with their first business out there?
1: Yeah, I would say... Try to do it yourself first in a manual way before you try to automate something. So Mm -hmm. look constantly be on the lookout for problems, things that annoy you, things that aren't quite what they should be. I think mother is the the necessity of all invention. And Mm -hmm. if you kind of keep a watchful eye on things that just bug and annoy you, things that you wish existed, that'll give you a good groundwork of how to actually create it. But I think a really good first step is just to figure out how can you How can you solve it for yourself before you create this, you know, crazy contraption or crazy um, amount of, you know, code required to, uh, uh, that could take hundreds of hours to create. Um, So my advice would be start small and then make it more and more general as you go on. And I think that's true, not just for physical products, but really for software, which as the internet has evolved, is, is such a growing thing. That's awesome.
0: Um, Brian let's switch it up a bit let's get into uh, what you're doing as co-founder and chief architect over at feedonomics so first tell me a little bit more about the company please
1: yeah absolutely so what feedonomics does is we help retailers and really online retailers take their product data optimize it and send it to hundreds of different advertising channels and marketplaces so I used to joke, um, all those annoying ads that follow you around on the Internet, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, but more but more seriously, um, what we do is we take product data from online retailers, and it's often in many different formats, and it's usually not in the same way that people search for it. So I'll give you an example. Um, Nike.com might have a product title that might be just the words Air Jordan. And what we do is we insert the right words into the right places, and then we send that data to Amazon, to Google, to Facebook, to Instagram, really hundreds of different channels. And we make sure that the right words are there. So if someone is searching for Nike, Air Jordan, running shoes, size 12, black, we've inserted all those words into there. And we usually do it in scale, so Nike might have millions of products. Across, you know, every single size and color and permutation of their products. So we're able to help them get better performance and also get their products everywhere where people might find them online.
0: Uh, what kind of clients? so if somebody's you know, driving in their car right now listening to this or maybe they're in their office and, uh, and they're, there's, they, they, they like your background and they're thinking maybe, you know, feedonomics might be something they want to look a little further into, um, what kind of clients do you typically work with? Like, what kind of projects do you take on?
1: Yeah, so I would say most of our clients fall into three distinct buckets. Um, most of them are advertising agencies who manage one to many uh, retailers. Um, Some of our clients are brands and retailers, Um, so it could be like a Nike or a Tom Shoe who we work with, Um, and we basically work with them in a few different ways because there are different options if you're a manufacturer or you're just a dropshipper online. Um and those are really the three the three distinct buckets that we we work with, but by and large what we what we actually do is we do all the heavy lifting so not only have we created this really advanced um feed platform that is able to optimize your data and scale and send your products you know everywhere, like we're currently processing over five billion products per day in our system with over one million data transformational rules, which is kind of crazy, and we're we're doing that for over 30% of the top thousand internet retailers. So these are literally the largest e-commerce companies on the entire internet. Um, and so those those are kind of the distinct buckets we, we work with. We also actually work with a few that are outside of e-commerce in the travel and hotel space. So if you um, view a hotel or you view a, a flight, you might later see an ad on Facebook with that exact itinerary if you didn't check out. So that, that is also something we facilitate. That's awesome.
0: And w- what size of clients do you do you work with typically? So I know you work with the big guys like Nike, but do you work with anybody smaller?
1: Yeah, we do. Um, our clients tend to have over $1 million in GMV, um, and our pricing kind of uh, is very well aligned for anyone who makes over that. So maybe not the smallest customers, you know, just started a Shopify store and have 10 ten products, but anyone who has reached some sort of a, a scale with that one million in annual GMV usually tends to be a really good candidate for us because we can take them to the next level. In today's world it's you know not so much brick and mortar <laughs> is really you know guiding the discussion. It's it's more online It's taken over and omni channel is, is everywhere where if you're not sending your products where people are viewing them, and that could even today be social media platforms like Instagram when, you know, Kim Kardashian posts a new dress or lipstick, you can literally click on the item in that picture and buy it directly without ever having to leave Instagram. And so these are a lot of the new and exciting channels that we, we can facilitate. Um, and it's, it's an awesome evolving landscape in, in e-commerce for sure. Wow, that's, that's exciting. Uh,
0: so, Brian, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on Deetanomics, what's the best way for them to reach out?
1: Yeah, uh, we'd love to help. Um, We'd love to do a free audit of your product data. We'd love to talk to you. Um, Feel free to reach out on our website um, or to hello at feedonomics.com.
0: Fantastic. Uh, Well, hey, Brian, really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and all the great work you're doing over at Feedonomics. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Brian, thanks again for coming on the show.